This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 4, 2019, the More is Revealed edition. First up, from Dylan Toker over at the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, a story about Exxon winning an appeal against the OFAC fine sanctioned or, or levied against it back in 2017 for allegedly violating U.S. sanctions on Russia when it entered into a contract with a Russian oil firm whose president uh, had been placed on a sanctioned parties list, not the company itself. Exxon was fined for executing the contract with the state-run Rosneft, um, and even though Rosneft was not on the U.S. sanction list, the contract was signed by an executive who was. Uh, Treasury, through OFAC, fined Exxon. Exxon uh, took that fine uh, to U.S. District Court in an appeal and was successful. Uh, interestingly, the uh, court criticized really both parties. It criticized Exxon for really pushing the envelope on this, but uh, criticized the uh, Department of Treasury for not specifying uh, more in a more detailed manner uh, what uh, the violation was based upon its regs. And then when guidance was issued... Uh, to clarify this, it, it uh, cleared up the problem. Of course, the problem with uh, issuing guidance is the Trump administration says guidance is not worth the paper it's printed on. So uh, a little bit of uh, internal inconsistency from the Trump administration. Imagine that. Um, next up, and probably the story that's on everyone's mind, is the uh, uh, airstrike ordered by President Trump on uh, Iranian uh, General Soleimani, the head of the... Um, Iran's Quds Force. And this uh, obviously has raised tensions uh, with uh, Iran and in the Middle East. Uh, hopefully it won't lead to war, but um, you know at this point it's hard to say. But for those in the energy space, oil surged to a three-and-a-half-month high, as reported by the Houston Chronicle, that um, citing Bloomberg, that oil has gone above uh, $61 a barrel. This is the Highest it's been in uh, three and a half months. So the uh, oil industry, which is uh, really in the doldrums and dumps, um, uh, you never want to see war, but certainly this uh, bumps up the price of oil. Uh, Next up, who and what is your supply chain? As um, we have another article from the Wall Street Journal, uh, this time uh, Mattel, the maker of Barbie, Hot Wheels, and other uh, very famous and well-known to- toy products, um, has said that uh, too many reds aren't really a good thing and that complexity in the supply chain can be, quote, a killer, end quote. The company's designers are going to try and cut back on the number of colors for some of the top toys in its stable. 
uh, ink types from glossy to waterproof multiply the options and the variations add storage costs and downtimes uh, to factories uh, for cleaning equipment to swap out the shade. So it's really an interesting article because it forces you to think about the complexities in your supply chain. And not only do you need the number of suppliers you have, but do you need the suppliers to supply 150 different types of colors? So if you're looking for uh, more cost savings, uh, this could certainly be a place uh, for you to do so. And finally, our lead story in the Moore's Revealed edition as new clues emerge in the Carlos Goshen escape from Japan, as reported by the New York Times. Well, it turns out that um, uh, Goshen literally walked out of his house um, in the full view of uh, cameras and electronic surveillance. So the question I have is, who in Japan was in on the fix? Uh, Obviously, there was a fix. Uh, similar to Jeffrey Epstein managing to hang himself in a jail which allegedly had two cameras on it. You wonder how the uh, surveillance really worked in Japan. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.